the not very nice and anatomically inaccurate prophecies of oh lord hear the server for the prompt nursery rhymes rammed by josie x nico read by chap crowley and Shirafil had a fight Crowley had gotten childish and had berated Ashirafil for how much time he'd been spending with Mooley instead of himself. Ashirafil had whined and pleaded about how Crowley was working all the time and wasn't spending enough time with him. Crowley knew that was the reason for all this, but his ego made him lash out instead of trying to solve the problem. He'd ended the fight with his Shirafil by yelling, Ram up, why don't you? And then he went to do some work. Crowley was just finishing up in the greenhouse when he heard an angry bleat from outside. It was followed by a smashing sound as something crashed into a glass pane, shattering it into a thousand tiny pieces. Crowley jumped, swore, and ran to see what had caused the damage. Outside was a wild-wooled, pitch-black sheep with large pointed horns and a single white curl of wool between them. There were still shards of glass stuck on the dense wool of his head. Oi! yelled Crowley. What do you think you're doing? I'm going to have that get replaced now, you horny bastard. You'll ruin all my crop. The sheep pleaded before approaching Crowley and beginning to nuzzle at his crotch. War, war. I'm a one-sheep kind of guy. I mean, I guess there's a cow there too sometimes. But anyway, my point still stands. The goods are off limits. The sheep persisted, just managing to get its teeth grasping the zip of Crowley's fly, before Crowley grabbed both horns and pushed it away. The sheep bleated mournfully. I said that's enough. What do you think you're doing molesting me like that? What's your name, anyway? What's your... Crowley's next words died in his throat as he noticed the silver tack in the sheep's ear, matching the color of the ring on his own finger. His eyes dropped to the collar that was hidden in the wild fluff of his dark fleece. Tartan! Just like the bow tie Crowley had gifted his sheep lover for Christmas. Crowley took a closer look at the name glinting at him from the air tag, a name surely too long to fit in such a small space. As Shirafil, it read. As Shirafil? Crowley asked, shocked. The sheep pleaded out an affirmative. No, no, that can't be true. You're my beautiful, brilliant, white sheep. What happened? I didn't think there were any cold sheds around here. 
Coldust may have explained away the dark woolen coat, but nothing could explain the drastic change in his horns. The sheep bleated again and sputtered Crowley's hips, being rather careless of the horns. Oi, would you stop ramming me? The sheep bleated. Crowley stopped. Rammed? Is this because I told you to ram up? The sheep bleated. Crowley's hand met his mouth in disbelief. I did this to you. You've become a black sheep because of me, like Olivia Newton-John. The sheep bleated again and took advantage of Crowley's distraction to pull at his fly, freeing his cock out into the fresh, cool air. Crowley shivered. A sheerafil nuzzled the cock, mouthing along it, licking it to full hardness. Then he ever so carefully took the length of it into his mouth. Crowley moaned. I don't remember Olivia Newton-John doing this in the movie. Crowley went to grab Asherafield's horns for something to hold on to as he began to thrust, but the sheep pulled away and swung his backside towards Crowley instead. He wiggled at him, wild fleas waving frantically. Crowley let out a chuckle. You're definitely a Asherafield. Just as he lined up his cock to enter the sheep, it took a step forward. Crowley frowned. He lined himself up again, and the sheep took another step forward. Getting frustrated, Crowley reached for Shearerfield's long fleece, but the sheep evaded him again, and this time trotted out of reaching distance. He wiggled again. Crowley went to follow, before realizing what was happening. You're teasing me, he said aghast. My angel, my beloved, as she, Raphael, teasing. The sheep bleated out a cackle and danced tauntingly on the spot. You're no angel. Crowley jabbed a finger at him, hurt and horny. You're a demon. As Shearerfield bleated out an affirmative and then raced away, leaving Crowley hard, alone and confused. What have I done? he asked, looking up at the sky. The next few days were a confusing blur of black wool and pointed horns. Crowley's greenhouse had continued to be trashed by his new demonic sheep lover. All the flowers that had been growing inside had been reduced to shreds, not even eaten, just destroyed, along with the plant pots they were growing in. As Shearerfield had taken to coaxing Mooley, who had no issue whatsoever with the sheep's dark transformation, to wherever Crowley was hiding and fucking the bull loudly to taunt him.
Crowley could almost swear he could hear the bleeds saying, You've never satisfied me like he does. It was slowly driving him mad. As Shiraphil had fallen, and it was all his fault. He drove him to this, his sweet, kind sheep, who only sampled his flowers with a nibble before pointing out his favorites for a snack later. He was gone. But there was one thing Crowley could count on his sheep for. His wool. As Shirafil always gave every last scrap of his wool to Crowley, and getting sheared was one of their favorite bonding exercises. It was a sure way to get his sheep back. As Shirafil, where are you? You great big fleecy bastard! It's time for a shear! It's time for... As Shirafil came into view, Wild wool, now gone, trimmed short and neat. Crowley felt choked. He ran to the shearing shed, unable to find any black wool anywhere. He knocked on Shadwell's door, Manek. What can I do ye for? he asked, holding a mug of tea. Did you... Sheer as Shiraphir, Crowley panted, out of breath from sprinting there. Shadwell looked confused. I know. The fancy blighter won't let me near him. He only goes to ye. Crowley breathed, recollected his thoughts. Okay, different approach, he muttered under his breath. Have you sheared a black ram recently? Tall, pointy horns, possibly sent from hell itself. Oh, I, Shadwell said, a look of recognition coming over his face. Seemed real eager for it. Crowley's heart sank. His sheep had been shorn by another. And the wool, where did it go? He asked, treading the answer. That's the oddest thing, said Shadwell. The ram gave a bag of it to me. To you, Crowley said in disbelief. I and me visitor, Tracy, bit of a dame she is. The two of you took all the wool. Nay, Shadwell shook his head. There were three bags. It took the last bag to little Adam Young. He lives down Hogback Lane. Crowley couldn't believe it. His sheep, his perfect sheep, had given away all three bags of wool to other people. He ran back to his house, where, as Shiraphil, was trembling all over Crowley's haplanks. You're not my sheep, Crowley cried, a wet feeling traveling confusingly up his cheek instead of down. You're not my sheep. You're not my Shiraphil. You're not my... 
Crowley blinked blurry eyes, wet sensation travelling up his cheek again, a soft warmth nuzzling in close to him. He was in his bedroom, in his bed, and as Shirafil, his as Shirafil, was licking away at tears that had fallen in his sleep. It had been a dream, a bad dream, a nightmare. Crowley buried his face in the soft fleece of his Shirafil's neck, clutching him tightly. Sorry! Crowley sobbed. Sorry, just need a minute. Yashirafil barred sweetly and chewed at Crowley's pajama top in comfort. Crowley laughed wetly, took Yashirafil's head in his hands and placed a kiss right between the bizarre-looking eyes. I'll, I'll make more time for you, I promise, he said, and... Just so you know, you're ram enough for me. As Shirafil pleaded contentedly and snuggled back down to himself, dream of electric sheep. The end.